Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. All right, now team of the week. This was definitely the hardest week. Yeah, definitely the hardest week because our teams are fucking totally different. So I had Miller at fullback on a debut against the, uh, for the Sharks. I thought he was outstanding. I want to give a shout out to Ramsey, Cody Ramsey, best game of his career. Easy, he was outstanding on the weekend. Then I had Cabo on the wing, Lomax in the centres, Hiku in the centres, I had Tulangi on the edge. I had Lua at six. I had. Townsend at seven. I thought Hines was incredible, but I just thought Townsend orchestrating one of the great wins against Melbourne. Papali'i at eight. I thought he was fantastic in his 250 NRL game. I had Robson at nine, and I want to give a massive shout-out to Brown. Um, you know, initially I had Brown there, but I think the fact they did that against the Storm, pretty incredible. Uh, Brown from the Tigers came on, scored two tries, hadn't played for three years. I had Fisher-Harris at 10. I had Nanai at 11. I had Madison at 12. Isaiah Yo at 13. You want to hear something crazy, though? Offen Gawai, he actually nearly pipped him for 13. I thought Offen Gawai was fantastic at 13. And matter of fact, every single week that he's been in 13 this year, he has improved. Uh, if you had asked me four weeks ago, I would have said Offen Gawai is not a 13. He is not a 13. He's becoming a 13. He had two try involvements on the yeah. weekend and was crucial to their win. His ball playing's come a long way Massively. in a very short space of time. Massively. Uh, Tarpane at 15, Cotter at 16, Carrigan at 17, Hines at 18, Braley at 19. Fuck, it's a tough week. Good God. Uh, fullback, I went Ramsey. You said I, I agree. I think it was the best performance of his career so far. Hard to leave Miller out, but I've got him in later. Wingers, I had Cobo, Tuolangi, then I had Penasini and Hiku in the centres. Luai at six, Hines at seven. Josh Papali, I think it was game 250, huge performance. James Fisher-Harris in the front row, Reese Robson at nine. I had Nanai. Uh, I had Hudson Young in the second row. I thought he was unreal for the Raiders. Isaiah Yeo at 13. My bench, I went Jared Wallace, two tries, Cam McInnes, Miller. And my last spot, I had it between Jeremy Marshall King and Cook. I think I'm going to go with Marshall King. I thought he was great for Canterbury. Mm, yeah, bit of youth in my side. And I remember last week, trying to pick a hooker because there wasn't a lot of standouts. Yeah. Could have picked about 10 different hookers this week. Yeah, they had that yeah. many good performances. Lockie Miller at fullback. 
Cobo and Nico Kotrick on the wings. I thought Kotrick probably had his best game back in Raiders colours. Stags and Lomax centres, Luai Hines halves, Wallace and big Joshy Papali'i in at front row. Reed Marnie at nine. Hutto Young and Luke Garner, who was awesome again. Back row with Isaiah Yo. Bench was Cook, Nanai, Robson and Madison. Yep. Mate, there was some good performances. Good performance now. First game of the week. Knights versus Broncos. Uh, yeah, look, what, what a game. What a game. I guess we'll get the... Uh, we'll speak quickly about the rest this week before we get going. We'll try to be brief. Um, personally, I think the refing standard has deteriorated slightly. I think that... And I think it actually isn't the ref's fault. I think that the uh, direction being handed down from higher up as to what they want done is actually at fault here. I think that, for example, you know, some of the sin bins they've been told to be very aggressive mm-hmm. about professional fouls. We saw on the weekend, like, you know, the Mitchell Moses one was touch or go. Okay, yes, he did grab onto him, but was it that much of a holdback? I would be okay with Moses getting sent off. Then fast forward two games, Reese Walsh literally holds the guy's leg down. Clear, clear professional foul. Doesn't get sent for 10. And so I just think that there is a confusion as it's, there's such a, a subjective decision as to like, you know, are we black and white? Some refs are gray. Some refs aren't gray. Then you look at the obstruction call against the Knights. That was a shocking call. Then the, the Dane Gay guy one where it like slips out of his hand slightly. I believe he got control before he grounded. Like I believe he grounded with control, like clear, clear control. You know, in saying that, if you want to go black and right, yeah, okay, he, he bobbled a little bit. Do you guys think that the refs are the ones that have deteriorated in quality or do you think that the uh, direction from above has made it harder for them to ref? Oh, I think the direction above has made it much harder. Mm. And let's be clear, it's a fucking hard game to referee. Mm. As it is, it is a tough game to officiate. I also think that some of the bunker decisions have just been awful. Mm. Like in that, like I felt sorry for the refs in that Knights Broncos game because everyone said the same thing. Oh, the refereeing was shit. It's like the bunkers went upstairs. They mm. watched it fifteen times on replay and still came up with the wrong decision. Like I don't understand how we can miss the Gagai one. I can understand, <coughs> but sorry, I haven't spoken to anyone that I consider as knowing rugby league that has agreed. With that decision. Well, when, when we're... We are watching obstruction calls get called where it has no effect on the play. We all know it has no effect on the play. And that gets pulled up. Like, that, like a player gets obstructed. He's 20 metres away from the ball. They score in the corner. And that gets pulled up. But then we watch a clear indication. He catches the ball in the inside shoulder. He goes behind him and passes. Doesn't matter what you think. Even if you're saying he, he, he wouldn't have got to the ball, whatever... The, the ball has left his line of, line of sight because there's a player in front of him and he can't see him. Plus, he can't get to that person because there's a player in front of him. How is that not an obstruction? How's that not an obstruction? Oh, I hate it as well at the moment how, you know, you can half run an obstruction and then you can just go down. You can apologise. Like, I don't understand how we can only penalise it on scoring plays more and more. Like, if you knock on, you can't pick up the ball and go, fuck, my bad, I'll just lie here. Mm. Like, I, I think we, it, it, we need to make, have, make a decision where it's black and white. We penalise it regardless of what the outcome of the play is. Mm. But on that one, I don't understand how... Like, it was so, it was so obvious. It's so obvious. Like, crazy. So obvious. It was just... You know, there was the other one... I forget what game... I think it was the Sharks game yesterday where the halfback made the decision to tackle mm. the lead runner. Well, it was a couple of weeks ago we saw... He literally turned his body in 
I forgot who it so was. So it was Schneider. He made a decision to tackle the lead runner. <laughs> yeah, like, that was that was ridiculous. That was, yeah. How much more obvious can you get? And Schneider wasn't even up. watching the play. He went that, down that, to make that a play, tackle. If Schneider like didn't dive straight into him, and he actually went up and sort of because he didn't have to go in. The ball was given mm. early enough. He didn't have to go in. Mm. He could have gone across and like. It would have been taken out and it would have been penalty without even looking at it. Yeah. But because he went into it, it was like, oh, it was clearly, he almost he gave it up because he made yeah. the decision. Yeah. yeah. And that gets pulled up, but then the, the nice one doesn't. Once again, it goes to the bunker and it gets pulled up. And oh, I sort of feel like at the moment, the bunker's more of an issue. I think with the sim binnings, they've been handed down what they have to do. And I just think it's it just lacks common sense. Mm. And the Reese Walsh for that one, though, that was disgraceful. He should have gone. I couldn't believe that. That, that was that was like the Daniel Tupu. That was probably, I reckon that one was worse. Like, I could. That's like a, a professional fair. And then, okay, Hastings gets back on side. Gets, like, so makes the effort to get back on side. If he's offside, it is by half a step. Now tell me how that you can prove that was a professional foul and not just a player getting off the line because he had no one around him yep. and he's trying to win the play. And also, that was the second penalty the Tigers had conceded that game. Crazy. That, that was insane. Like a player makes the effort to get onside. I don't even think he was offside. Like I, I think you could debate because – isn't it as soon as that player's touched the ball, the, the player playing the ball, you can get up, correct? Mm. Yep. That's that's the rule. Hastings, it looked to me, if he was offside, it was by less than half a second. Less than half like it was split second and it was all just timing. How is that a professional foul? And yet Reese Walsh can like lie on a leg and good on Reese Walsh, you got away with it, that's what you want as a player. <laughs> I just is it because he's hot? Like is is that is that what we're doing now? We're doing hot sin bins and not hot <laughs> sin Like what's going on? But that one was just so obvious. I the, mean, the Hastings like, ones to me blew my mind. Yeah, blew my mind. Um, what do you reckon, Simi? Yeah, the sin binnings. Whenever you see an influx of sin bins like this, I think it has to be a directive. I don't think it's the referees just going, let's start bidding people more. They're getting a directive up top for whatever reason to start bringing more into the game. So I put that on the uh, the higher authorities. Um, I think with you mentioned, Guru, that the, when they're giving themselves up and dropping to the ground, I'm happy for it to stay that way and not be penalised only because 80% so of the attacking much. structures are block runners. Yeah. So if they started calling every one oh. of them, I think it would just be there'd be 35 penalties yeah, in a game. Be a million penalties. So as long as you give yourself up properly, like most of them do, I, I'm happy with that. Um, yeah, mate. It's, and then the, the Hastings one... I'm with you. I, I thought it was very harsh. I'd like to see the still frame, and I'm sure someone can get it up for us, of when it touches uh, the dummy half's hand and when Hastings leaves the line. Because, you know, if it's it's a simbin every day if you are, like, semi-early enough because it was clearly going to be a try. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I just want to see the exact freeze frame of when he leaves. Well, basically, yeah. like, I'm telling you, it's, it is half a... Like, yeah. There is no way you could prove that he is intentionally trying to do a professional foul. It's like the ref's gone... No matter when he leaves here, you're gone. Yeah, you're gone, Skips. Like, yeah. it, it's just absolutely bizarre. Um, then on top of that, I think it's a Manly Eels game. So a few weeks ago, we saw an out-and-out knock-on. Roosters, was it Roosters Bulldogs? An out-and-out knock-on that they score off. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone says, oh, they can't go back in because it was a play before. But then Manly Eels, there's a uh, the, the Mitch Moses thing. They go back two plays mm-hmm. and send him for 10. I'm like, so you can use the bunker and yeah. go back and look at plays. You know, like, what? Like, and I'm sure someone will say, yeah, well, it was foul play or it was 10 in the bin and that's why you can go back there. It's like, what's the difference between that, which is, was very, you know, give or take, and a, a straight up knock on? Like, it's, so the bunker can go back or it can't go back or it can only go back on foul play? That's not really foul play. That's just a, a foul, like, like as in it's not like a, a head high or a spear tackle. I don't, I don't know. So well, They're yeah. getting stuck into refs too. Did Matty Tomoko get away with one of the greatest forward passes of all time yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I want to be clear. I personally think that, yes, the bunker has been you know, not, the, not the best. I think it's a directive from above that has made refing so hard, yeah. like so fucking hard. Because like, I feel like we went 100 years or however many years. I don't feel like the sin bin was needed that much. Like, was anyone ever sitting there going, mate, we need to use the sin yeah. bin way more and there's way too many professional fouls? Was, any, was anyone sitting there saying that? Now, it's just, we're, you, honestly, you're almost, I would love to see the amount of sin bins on the weekend because it's nearly one a game. It's like literally nearly one a game. It used to be one a month. When I was in high school, I remember it was like a rare treat to see a sim bin. Yeah, like it, was it was a massive it deal. It was cool. Remember it was when cool. Cam Smith got sent for 10? Mm. Yeah. And everyone lost their minds. <laughs> Nowadays, it would be like, oh, yeah, fuck. Another well, would you have, team. when you were playing, would you have ever done any practice for playing? Never. Against, yeah, never. It wouldn't have even been a... Never, ever done any practice of yeah. like playing with ten, of less than 10, uh, 13 men. I think that's also where it comes into play when you look back at those old games where it did happen. Like it doesn't have the result you expect. Teams hang yeah. in the fight probably because yeah. they aren't training for it like yeah. they are now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so look. I I think that the the above the refs, you know, they're they're culpable for this. You cannot watch the games, in my opinion, and say to me that these refs aren't being put in these impossible situations. Got the stats if you would like them. Twenty thirteen, two hundred one games, and there was fifteen sin bins, two send offs. Twenty twenty one. Only 116 games. Oh, no, sorry. This is halfway through 2021. Let's go 2020. No, let's go 2019 because it's 200 games. 62 sim bins, one send-off. Last year, 78 sim bins, like halfway through the year and five send-offs. Wow. Far out. So half amount of games and already more. Yeah. Well, uh, four times more. Far out. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. The, like, big, year, the big change was 20, 2016. There were 17 sim bins. Sorry, 2016, there were 17 sim bins. 2017, there were 43 sim bins. And then 2018, there was 112 sim bins. So those Jeez. are the three years. If we get 17 in a month, I'm not shocked. No, not at all. No way. There's games where we're having three and four. Yeah. Well, you look at those fucking three sim bins. There, there was two Raiders. in the Tigers Bulldogs. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Crazy. Um, anyway, so look, hopefully the, the directive above and the bunker, I don't know. I hate to bag the rest because they, they got the worst fucking job yep. in the world. No one gives them any... We have to... Like, when you look at all the bad calls, you have to remember, what about all the good calls that they do? What about all the, you know, great games that we see where the refs are fantastic? You don't talk about them because the more a ref does his job, the less you notice him. So yep. I personally think it's more the directors above that have made it harder for them. I don't think it's the ref's fault. I do think the bunker definitely has deteriorated a little bit, needs an improvement. Um, but yeah, we had, to, we had to speak about it. So Knights fans, especially with that obstruction, it was at a crucial time in the game. Broncos don't score that try. I still think the Broncos win. But the thing is, is we don't know. 
we don't know what would happen if that try isn't yeah. scored. But that's the disappointing thing. That <laughs> yeah. I, I thought the Broncos were the better team, but it's hard to praise the Broncos crazy because those things did happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, and it takes away from the Broncos' great effort. Yeah. Incredible effort. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. 